What it do? What it do? Hey, hey, what, hey. What, what? hey, 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 what's up, people? Peace and blessings, everyone. You want to go out and check Facebook really quick? Make sure yes, we're you know how we do at the beginning of every session because we know how technology does sometimes. So we're just going through. Check our pages and make sure that we are live. Publicly. Oh, God. I don't even know where my phone is. And while you go grab your phone, I'm just going to make sure that my um, privacy settings are on. Okay, I'm all set. Let's make sure we're visible. We are live. Happy Monday, everybody. Yes, hello, hello. Happy Monday. So excited. Looks like we're good to go. This sound good. I can hear you well. What's up, what's up? Hey, to our live viewer, welcome to the Beauty Vault. We're just making sure we're live on all platforms and we're gonna get into today's show. Oh, we look good. I can see us. Hey, you guys. Peace and blessings. What's up, what's up? All right. Shall we get into it? Let's get into it, boo. They'll okay. catch up. They'll catch up. They will. Guys, if you're joining in, make sure that you tag all of your beauty professionals. Yes. Because we will be talking to them today for the most part. If you are just stopping by or will be um, joining us later on, feel free to just share this because you never know who it could help. Yes. And if you're an entrepreneur out there, this could help you out as well. For sure. Um, Let's hop into it. Peace and blessings, Terrell, T Brown TV. We are so What's happy up, that you're here with us. Yes, yes, yes. Hey. All right, guys. We're not going to waste your precious Monday night. We're going to jump right into it. Yes, we are. BB, you ready? I'm ready, girl. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do oh, our intro. For sure. What's up, everyone? I'm BB Nicole. Peace and blessings. I'm Trin. And welcome back to The Beauty Vault. I'm BB Nicole. I am the founder of DHG Pro University, as well as salon owner of DeluxeHairGallery.co for the ones that don't know. That's right, girlfriend. And I'm the CEO of Totally Trend LLC. I'm your co-host here at the Beauty Vault, as well as your co-educator at DHG Pro University, bringing you guys natural hair care and locks. Super exciting. Yes, and I'm yes. loving it, loving it. So speaking of exciting. Yes. Right? Today's episode is sponsored by yours truly, DHG Pro, Pro University, baby. Yes, tell them about that. Yes, we are a continued education platform that focuses on mastery training within the cosmetology field. And guess what, guys? Class is in session. That so if you're looking to so add a skill to your service list or to your repertoire, or if you're looking to continue education, make sure that you guys check out DHG Pro University because we have two classes that are up and live right now. So get at the lovely BB Nicole, who is offering a micro link class at the moment yes. or get with your girl Trin 
I'm offering a general lock maintenance class at this very moment. That's so we offer group dope. sessions as well as one-on-ones. Let us guys know what you're trying to learn. Yes. So how you how how you feeling? How you feeling? You feeling good? I'm feeling good, honey. Good. I'm feeling good. You know what? Let's go ahead and just check in. I should have read the screen. Let's let's do check in. What you sipping let's on? Let's just check in. What you sipping I... on? I had a pr pretty productive day. I actually mm -hmm. didn't have any clients today. Mm -hmm. So I took advantage of the time to do a little bit of self-care. I went and got my fill-in done. Yes. My teenager hooked my head up. Did. Um, did a little running around. Got to spend some time with my babies. I am in my fourth week of homeschooling. So I'm ready for the week. And I was really kind of grateful that I was able to have a Monday where I didn't um, have to work. That's pretty yes. rare. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm feeling good and I'm feeling great. Today mm -hmm. I am sipping on the rest of my Starbucks uh, pink drink. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I have the rest of my venti pink drink here mm -hmm. that also has pineapple ch dried chunks and dragon Ooh. fruit. That sounds delicious. So that is my mocktail. Mm. BB. Yes, honey. You had a big day today, boo. How are you feeling today? <sighs> I did have a big day. Um, I'm a... I'm gonna be very transparent. My day started off rocky. Um, you already know. I checked in with you early in the morning. My anxiety uh, was a little over the top today. It was very heightened, so I've been kind of taking it easy, um, chilling, relaxing. Um, I went to therapy um, today as well, so I had a relaxing day. Today I focused on like my mental health. Um, but other than that, my day turned around and it picked up. As of right now, I'm good. You know, I've had dinner, I've played my music, set my vibe. So I am, I'm feeling much better now. And I'm sipping on a grape, a grape and lime mocktail with a little bit of sparkling water, which is orange and grapefruit mixed mm. in. So I have a bubbly mocktail and it's sweet, it's refreshing and I, I'm enjoying that. That sounds delicious. Yes. Well, here's to you, sister, because you made it through today, and so did thank I. You. No, and, and cheers to you guys to because you made it too. Yes, and I want to thank you also for taking the lead and running the show today. I appreciate you it's for handling the back right. end. I love you. All right, let's get into it. Ooh. Let's get into it, guys. Of course, the moment you've all been waiting for mm -hmm. every single week. Every single Monday around 9.30, right? Mm -hmm. We present to you guys a hot topic. And today's question that we have is really generated more towards the beauty pros, the beauty professionals. Mm -hmm. um, the hot topic question today is, should beauty professionals offer a few or a lot of services? Mm, I know how I feel about that. <laughs> That's We're a good question. We are definitely going to get into that so oh, yeah should question. beauty professionals offer a few or a lot of services hmm. Hmm. first thing we want to do of course is get our audience involved you guys yes. will be checking in with us during this live today and you'll probably be viewing this live later on in the next six to seven days before we come before you again next week mm -hmm. so the question we have for the audience today is what things do you look for on their booking site when scheduling an appointment with a beauty professional? Ooh, when you're going in, question. you know you want to get your hair done, you know you need a haircut, or you want to get a facial or a manicure. 
you're going on a professional's booking site, what type of things do you guys look for? I see that we do have some people that are joining us now. If you have ever had the experience of booking an appointment on your booking site, please just jot down one, two, or three things that you look for automatically at the top of your head when scheduling an appointment with your professional. Yeah, that's a good question. I can't wait to read the responses. And to our... um, and to our listeners, while that question is being posed and we're waiting on responses, be sure to rate this podcast on the platform you're listening to. And we thank you for coming back and listening to our podcast. Once again, we're so grateful to have you here. And to ones that have been here before, we're so grateful to have you back. That's a good question. I can't wait to see what they say about that. Yes, we want to know what you guys are looking for on the booking sites when you're booking appointments with your professional i know for me i look for a gallery i want to see i want to see what you look what what you what what uh products that you're putting out yeah what what your work looks like Mm -hmm. i automatically i look for a gallery and i look for the prices i'm not gonna lie those are my two top oh three things i look Mm -hmm. for uh reviews okay i look for your reviews i look for um your prices Mm -hmm. and what was the first thing i said you said you look for um a gallery photos and your photos i want to see your work so that's me how about you when when i'm booking um i immediately look for your address your location that's important to me um, I like to look at your work and I like to, uh, I like to see that your services are, um, organized and not all over the place. I don't like to feel overwhelmed when I'm looking at your services. So I like to see that your services make sense. You know what I mean? And it's easy to get to, you know, I know exactly what you offer when I come to your page. I'm not, you know, having a hard time getting around your website. So do we want to okay. take it? I'm going to look at the comments real quick since they're turning red. So yeah, we have no responses yet, but what's up, Michael? What's up, Debbie? What's up, T. Brown? Hey, everyone. Hey, um, guys. Welcome. They welcome to hi the to us. And we're yeah. waiting on you guys to leave those comments. Leave those comments so we can uh, to, uh, connect with you guys and engage with you guys. Okay. Yes, we the can... question that we ask is, what are the things that you look for when you're on a booking site and you want to uh, schedule an appointment with a professional? What are the things that you look for? Um, myself, personally, I'm looking at your gallery. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at your reviews and I'm looking at your service list. Maybe I'm looking at your location. Is it a business or a home? Doesn't matter to me which one. I just like to know first. Um, I'm also looking at to make sure I can easily navigate your services. And um, I kind of forgot what my other one was. I think it's, can you hear me good? And your comments and your comments. I feel like um, maybe you could make sure the hyper is facing you. I hear you fine and maybe just kind of turn it up a little bit on the bottom. Sorry guys, what about now? That sounds great. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody's able to hear your beautiful voice. Yeah. That Thank you really so good. much. Thank you for stopping me and letting me know. You know, sometimes it gets cr- crazy. Not we in there. You sound guys can good. hear loud and clear. We sound better. Do we sound good, you guys? Just give Let us, us know how we hear. Okay. I mean, 
let us know how we sound. Yeah. <laughs> I said here, I'm a, I'm a wake up guys. <laughs> okay, but so yeah. we both have different things that we look for when we're scheduling an appointment uh, with a professional. So if you guys have some things that we haven't said that you look for um, when scheduling an appointment, drop it down, yeah. drop it down below. Um, we also have a question for the beauty pros. Yeah. Um, professionals out there that are offering services. How many services do you offer? And how do you separate your specialty services from your regular services? Oh, that's uh, a good one. I can't wait to, can we answer that? Let's answer it. Yes. Oh, okay. So for, for you, how many services would you say that you offer? I have two categories. Um, I used to have a lot, um, but I, let me get my thoughts. Okay, I'm ready. I offer two categories of services right now because I have niched down. I used to practice where I um, offered kind of any and everything, whatever was trending, but that became overwhelming for me and it burnt me out. So now I only do what I love. So I have hair care because that's really important. Any type of hair care. Actually, I have three um, three categories. I have hair care, then I have hair extensions, and then I have hair extension maintenance. Those are the three tabs that you can book on my website. So what about you? Honestly, I offer braids. Mm -hmm. I offer natural hair services. Mm -hmm. I, off I offer, um, I would say between 10 to 15 different services I offer on my book. Okay. I offer to between 10 to 15 booking um, services. That's just do you thing. have them kind of categorized or you just... And how do I separate my specialty services from my regular ones? Yeah, I got to answer that I have too. not. Okay. I have not put a, a, a specialty there, but I do have all of my services categorized. I, I've spe I separated my specialty. I, the first thing you see on my booking site, the first booking option is microlinks. It's forward. It's like that on one page, that's it. And then I have a tab where you can book other things. So when you immediately come to my website, you just, you, you, initially you assume I only offer hair extension services. That's how I got it characterized. So if you were looking for something additional, you can go through and um, find that. So that's how I separate my specialty. So we love to hear from the audience. We love to hear how you guys um, separate your specialty services from your regular services and how many services do you currently offer? Okay. We'll wait for those going and keep moving on. Yes. You know what I think. What services should you offer? What things do you determine when you're creating your service list? If oh, we're talking to the pros. The beauty pros today. Yeah. yeah so I think, um, I think, I think it uh, depends on what type of services you offer in general. You know what I mean? When I'll just speak for myself, when I am determining my service list, I think about um, personally what brings me joy, what makes me really happy. And I try to offer those services. I try to um, also consider what's popular in my area or what's lacking in my area. And I try to get some services, especially if I can offer it. I try to make sure I have some services on my list that 
people may usually have to go to another town for or a bigger town for like in augusta um where i live a lot of people go to atlanta for micro links and i tips and and since i've started offering that and filling kind of that gap and that void for that service in my city when people call me they immediately say like oh my god i didn't know anyone in augusta did that or oh my god i didn't have to go to atlanta to get my micro links or you know i should have just came here they may come in and find out that I do them and want to maintenance and then they convert over to my client because you know now they don't have to travel so I consider what's lacking in my community in my city I consider what I'm passionate about doing and and I, I consider hair care because that's what's important to me my values I care about healthy hair I'm not the person that's going to take you and give you a weave if your hair is fried I'm gonna be like girl we gonna get you right first okay so I, I care about the integrity of the hair so i'm gonna have some hair care i want to stand out so i'm either going to do what's popular or i'm going to do something that my city is missing or do something that's missing from the market in my area and kind of take over that area and you know dominate in that um and then again what brings me joy so what about you um, the things I determine when I'm creating my service list, uh, just to piggyback off of what you said is, mm -hmm. um, am I willing to do the service? For sure. So is, is it going to mm -hmm. be something that I, once I'm done with the service, am I going to be hating my life or am I going to actually enjoy what I'm doing while I'm doing it? Am I passionate about it? Yeah. Um, that That is something that I definitely determine before I put it on my service list. Um, how much time it takes me to provide that service. Um there's a certain amount of hours that I'm allotted in my in my work day. So there is a max amount of clients that I can take mm -hmm. per day um, because of the amount of hours that I offer, mm -hmm. right? So how much time is it gonna take? That's something that I determined before I put it on my service list. Is it something that I'm, um, that I want to do. Am I going to be hating my life after I'm done? That's something that I definitely have to determine mm -hmm. before I add it to my service list. Yeah. Um, is it trending? You know, is it popular? Is it a popular, is it a style that's trending right now? Is it a, is it a style that is growing in popularity or is it a style that's kind of fading out? Um, that's kind of lived its, you know, lived its life. Right? Yeah. Time to expire this style. So those are things that I do. I definitely determine when adding them to my service list. Um, whether or not it's trending, if it's current, or um, is it something that I even want to do? Yeah, I, uh, I, I love it. Take me? How much time does it take me? And uh, another thing I determine too is what the what is it promoting? Is it a yeah. is it a healthy hair style? Is mm -hmm. it something that promotes hair care? Or is it something that's going to uh, require more maintenance after my client leaves my chair. Yeah, because you don't want them change the integrity of their natural hair. Yeah, I love so, what you said know. about um, how much time you have in your workday because I feel like beauty professionals also have to consider what stage of life they're in, how much time and energy they're willing to put into their um, career because we've been in this for over 15 years. We're pushing 20 years in the beauty industry so how i hustled 
about 10 years ago was totally different than how I hustle now. Now my priority is family time and being home. So what you said about making sure that what I'm doing is gonna get me in and out of the salon in a decent hour is important versus someone who is in their hustle mode and they got hours to spare. They leaving work going straight to the club or leaving work moving on to another hustle. They can, they can really have a lot of versatility on their stop their service list because they have more time to give, you know, the beauty industry. We're definitely in a place where, you know, our children and families come first. We have time frames that we're working. Our our salon and businesses aren't running us. We're definitely mature and to the point where we're running our business. We're not just out here trying to make every dollar and missing sleep and missing family time just for that money. We're we're setting the tone. So I think that's important to know where you are and what you're willing to give up to get to, you know, that bag. Definitely. That, mm-hmm. so, yeah. The services that you should offer are going to be specific to your individual needs mm-hmm. into your to your um individual market target marketed audience mm-hmm. um, that's a that's good one services you're gonna you're gonna offer take those things into consideration when you're adding them to your service list um if there's anyone that thinks of anything else after they come across this podcast or listen mm-hmm. to this podcast later on make sure you guys drop the comments yeah i definitely did we say you we already said doing things that are trending right definitely okay yeah, yeah. definitely you want to you want to stay current i also have one also stay timeless you should always have something on your service list that is not ever going to fade out of style because like lace fronts and all these okay an example a natural silk press or a natural blow, style, a like a blowout, right, exactly. that's never, that's timeless. That's classic. Someone is always going to get one. A sew-in with leave-out, that's classic. Microlinks are classic with the wefts because it is a natural look. Natural finishes, classy, timeless finishes will never go out of style. Baby hairs and swoops and stuff like that, those are more trendy. So you want to keep that timeless. You want to do trendy, but you also want to have that balance and have some timeless. Pixie cuts, never leaving. You know what I mean? A, a haircut specialist, a color specialist, um, a natural hair care specialist, uh, someone who just presses hair, someone who only does sewings. The braids, someone braids are never leaving. We cannot release braids. Locks, that is a lifestyle. Hello, lock loctician. You know what I mean? So yeah, my beautiful co-host is the loctician, honey, the naturalista. But yeah, timeless and trendy. A good balance of both. Definitely. Think- those are definitely all things you want to consider. So yeah, just for to sure. you, how much time is it going to take you? What's trending? You want to make sure that you're staying current and you're staying um, staying hip on what's popular and what yeah. the people are getting. Does your workday allow you to provide these services? Um, yes. These are just some of the things that you are going to want to consider when creating your service list. But moving along, um, we want to help you to maximize by being a minimalist yes it's power what should be on your booking site professionals so we want to talk a little bit about what we feel like um benefits the professional um by having these things on their booking site so maximizing Mm -hmm. as a minimalist what should be on your booking site bb okay um I think what should be on your website, any professional, 
is a very inviting, and we're working on this, a very, very inviting attention grabbing header, headline. As soon as you they click on your page, the first thing they're gonna see is your header. We got a few seconds, people move on, people are unimpressed. You could do video, people are loving video. We're on the back end integrating our websites, getting some new uh, headings ready. But I think we'll just go back and forth. I'll do one and I'll let you do one. But I'll say uh, attention grabbing heading. That's the first one. Now you go. Yeah, so we are talking about what um, go on your booking site. So you could have a, um, a booking app that mm -hmm. you actually use or a booking platform that you use to schedule your guests or you could have a website that you um direct your clients to to book from the website yeah so um whether you're using an actual booking link a booking app or you're having a book a, a website these things generally can um correlate on either one yeah. so as bb said the, um you want to have a catchy header you want to have something that draws the client's attention in and, you know, uh, keeps them you there. almost want to sell them just based off of your head. And you want to grab their attention, yeah. get them interested and in, to see, to look and to see what you have to offer. Look yeah. more into you and your business and your services. Mm -hmm. um, the things that I would definitely have on your book and site, your gallery. For sure. Uh, people, I know just for me, I've said that twice already and I'm saying it again because just from experience, I have a lot of people that inquire services from me and the first thing they say is, hey, can you send pictures of your work? Mm -hmm. Hey, can I see some pictures of some things that you've done? And the easiest and most convenient thing for me to do is just to direct them to my booking site or my website because these things... Um, have or have a gallery included in them so as soon as you click on that link it shows you a variety of services that i have provided mm -hmm. which gives yes. them a clear indication of who they're booking with and yes. what they're going to get from you yes i also feel that they can um they can have we've already mentioned like a good header we've already mentioned good pictures we've already mentioned your services have your services on there i feel like you should also have me personally i don't i know the business structures are set up differently for different beauty professionals but for i when i'm booking i like to know the location i like to know where i'm going so i like to have like contact information i like to know how like i want to try to see how far it is for me if i can get there from the salon and i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be very transparent in my city a lot of entrepreneurs here do they don't have credentials they don't have licenses and things like that um some of the you know and granted that's not all of them but when you're when you're going to the websites one thing about some websites you know anyone can build one and anyone can have one so for me i feel like every time i'm trying to book someone that i'm interested in as soon as i go to the website like there's a laundry list and there's no location there's no pictures there's no way for me to you know see where i'm going and that is a that's a red flag for me so i usually don't get the book but i really like to know where i'm going i feel like i if you eliminate surprises i don't care if you're in your home maybe just say in-home salon in-home nail i do not care i just don't want to be surprised you get what i'm saying i really want to know because if you're 
if you're if you won't show me your location i automatically start thinking oh they might not have credentials and then now you've lost me and i'll be ready to spend some money with y'all because i'm so tired of doing my own hair and stuff so location is important to have um if you don't feel comfortable with your location simply you know somewhere on your booking or somewhere on your social media it can be in your instagram header because people love stalking you and see who you are in home base or salon base or whatever i just think transparency and being upfront is is good and that's something that i look for and that's something i practice as well what about you how do you feel about that because i know you i definitely are home base. i definitely agree with you definitely um including the location mm -hmm. gives the client more security it does um, which will help them to be able to make the decision easier to book with you mm -hmm. um it make and it also makes me wonder like why why do stylists eliminate um, or keep from, why don't they list their location? And a couple of things just come to mind. One, just privacy. If they if they are doing hair at their home, home, they may not I want their that. home address, you know, just for the world, for the world to, see, to know, that right? Makes sense. Um, and but other than that it could indicate that hey i'm not a professional i don't have i don't have credentials and right? i don't want i don't want they were pulling up to the crib coming and knocking on my door right because that's what we do when i go to providing services and dropping locations and i know my um business is not in order so it just well, so i definitely uh understand as a consumer why you look for location mm -hmm. um so i have a question really great point of view how do I you protect Oh, I was going to say, since we got a home-based salon stylist on the podcast, I want to ask you. So, guys, for the record, I'm a suite-based business, and my co-host, my beautiful co-host, is a in-home salon-based business. We both operate our business two different ways, but we get to it. So, I have a question. Since you are home-based, how do you protect your, your home? How do you promote your location without telling people your physical address? So, how do you navigate this or how do you get around this what do you do um honestly i don't have it in my business um for so that i don't so that i don't meet any crossroads when it comes to having my business in order mm -hmm. i do have my um address listed because mm -hmm. i am a registered business and um my home is my uh, office principal. So yes. I am listed here and how, what do I do to protect myself? I stay ready so I don't gotta get ready. Uh, I'm prayed up, For sure. um, you know, I screen. Once you book an appointment with me, I screen you, I see who you are. I go look at your Facebook, first name, last name. Got and you, if so you any indication if there's any indication in my spirit, my soul, or my mental that there will be challenges, I will refund your deposit and, sure. um, you know, I allow you to go somewhere else because this is my home. I can say that I've never, I'm just so grateful so I just want to be honored to the most high because I have not had any challenges in my home with clients. I'm disrespecting or, um, overstepping boundaries. I've, mm -hmm. I have not had that challenge here at home. And I do realize that that could make a lot of stylists apprehensive um, as far as servicing guests in their mm -hmm. home. But I have only benefited from um, doing hair at home and I haven't had any challenges with my address mm -hmm. being listed. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's uh, what I will say is 
um, that if you are not comfortable putting your address on the on their website, maybe you can create for like me, for example, once a guest schedules an appointment with me, they receive a confirmation in their email as well as a text message. And that's where my address pops up for them as well, where they can just click on it through their phone and it brings them up, uh, brings up the directions for them to get straight to me. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are not comfortable listing your address on your site, there are other ways around it where um, you can generate automatic uh, address answers for your clients to be able to get to your location. Yeah. But communicating that would definitely help out like what BB was saying, just letting mm -hmm. them know like, hey, I am an in-home because there are some people that just, no matter how good you are, okay. uh, your skill set, if you are servicing hair in the house, and I have experienced that myself, um, that yeah, girl, I see that you do good work, but I just would rather um, have my services done with someone that's in the yeah. salon. And that. When you They're are provided. offering services in your home, you have to be open-minded that you're going to receive feedback like that. And it's going to be okay. Um, it that's is. Just the way that, that's just the way that it is. You're going to have some people that don't mind. Hey, girl, I don't care if we are in a hotel room. Uh, with <laughs> I have been there, too, at a certain yeah. point in my life. Yeah, Where people, sure. they didn't care where I did their hair at. He's wanted um, as long as I was providing uh, quality hair services on their head and you had some that was like I don't care how good you are girlfriend if you're not in a salon I can't even rock with you so wow you know for me there was a, a little transparency there was a point where I worked out of my home when I was you know fired from my salon that I worked at and I had no plan b so I did work from my home it I only I was limited because from my comfort level I only did my people that I was comfortable with. I didn't even take all of my clientele. I only um, took people that I had a close relationship with. So my income was limited and I was more so, you know, nervous and apprehensive about having someone there because my kids were little. So I felt like I couldn't work and I only invited the clients that knew my kids because it was just like, they didn't know how to turn off mommy's working. So for me, that didn't work, but I've, I've been there. And I understand that sometimes it's a transition and sometimes it's just the best thing for you. So I don't judge. It's just, again, I am very uncomfortable asking people. I don't know why, but I am very uncomfortable texting the service provider saying, hey, do you have a license? I I don't, I don't know why that's so hard for me to do. I just avoid them because if they have a license, I would probably go. But I don't want to have that conversation and ask them that because I feel like it's, I don't know. So you need that to be, you need it to be plain and clear in text that, that you are licensed. Because if it's not plain, plain, clear in text that you're licensed, nine times out of 10, we're going to go on to the next stylist. Yeah. That makes it clear for us because yeah. we would prefer someone who uh, takes their business serious as we do. Yes. Like I said, even though I am at home, all my business it's, it's is straight. Yeah. All my business, all my black and white matters. is A1. I also know, um, yeah. That, um, you should have your social media on there as well and anything that anything that pertains to your business outside of that you can have that on well as well like if you have a youtube or if you like us we have a podcast anything like that so people can connect to you um just make sure that people know exactly what you're doing and 
Also, we list so many good things, but we need to touch on the fact that make sure your website is clean. Make sure it's not cluttered. Make sure it flows. Make sure it's easy to look at. You know what I mean? That's nice what we mean by minimalist. By minimalist. No Maximizing by being a minimalist. And mm -hmm. how can you be a minimalist? By making sure that your website is clean. clear. It's it's easy to navigate. It's, it's, it's user-friendly. Yes. Right? And it's really um, smooth. You want a smooth. When process. a client goes on your booking site, you want the booking process to go as smooth as possible. So you want to pretty much provide all the information for them right in their face, plain and clear, simplified. Where the call of action is going to be, yep. I'm booking because I understand your policies. I understand how much you charge. I understand yes. what you're with. I understand where I'm going, what I'm getting, who I'm getting it from. Oh, yeah. I'm confident yeah. in knowing what I'm getting, the services that are going to be provided and by whom and by where. Click book. I'm good. I'm good. It doesn't matter how much your deposit is. It doesn't matter any of these things because you have made it. You simplified it for me on your yeah. booking site. That's Another good. thing you want to want to look for for me I mean, another thing that should be on your booking site for me, have a couple of testimonials or reviews on there. Or um, my booking site, I actually use, um, I'll let you know what I use. I use uh, Booksy. Um, so Booksy shows you that how many reviews I've had and my average of stars. So I am a, um, I believe I'm right at or right over 90 reviews since I've been using this booking app and all 90 of my reviews are five stars. Yes. So you'll see that when you go on my booking site and I believe that that kind of sets me aside, sets me apart because when people are um, searching for a loctician or a braider in the Charlotte area, um, that pops up. I pop up. I'm five stars. I, um, Located here, it has my gallery there. So you can kind of, you really get a gist of whose who's chair you're sitting in. For sure. Um, the reviews give you a good um, implication of the stylist personality, right? How they've handled um, customer client conflicts, right? Because mm -hmm. reviews give the guest an opportunity to rate you, to yeah. tell a little bit about their experience with you. So they're letting mm -hmm. the world know what they're getting when they sit in your chair. So reviews mm -hmm. are a really, really good way to kind of set you outside the box. So you want to make sure you have that on your booking site. Yeah, that's good. I also wanted to touch on what you said about, you briefly mentioned policies. Have your policies front and center on the booking site. And I don't want anyone to confuse policies with the laundry list of no, you can't, don't do this. Don't bring no baby. Don't Nobody snack. wants no six page. We are I'm not out here. of here. Nobody want no four page letter of policies on there. Please that get rid easy. of the mm -hmm. laundry list. Honestly, simple, keep guys. it. Keep it if you want to, but no five star elite luxury salon has a laundry list of before you get here, this is how you better come. You better come correct. And no, you better that is not nice. If you do that, this will happen. And if you do that, this will, don't don't get I'm on your coming. book. It's like threatening. Don't do okay. that. That's 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 aggressive. It's um it's confrontational. It's 
it's it's inconsiderate. It's a bad impression. It's a bad it's just first a impression. Bad impression because you're coming off as a professional that already don't want to do something. You don't seem happy. As professionals, we are yes people, right? It's With not the, to say that the customer is always right, but for the for the most part, we are. We say yes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Say yes to creating success. We say yes to healthy, yes. lovely hair. We say yes to what's trending. We say yes, yes. to assisting that beauty, right? Yes. But you want to minimalize these policies. You don't want to have six paragraphs of policies of things that you will allow and would not allow threatening the short and sweet is going to happen because you're going to realize that people are going to judge you off of um they're going to judge you from your people are judging you from the moment they click on your book i am once you once i see these policies and i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling i'm out of here i'm the way that my mind works, I'm going to go to the next stylist. Yes. Because one, I, I don't want to risk losing my deposit. I don't want to risk having any type of confrontation because as I'm reading, mm-hmm. and as humans, you know, we read things in our own context, right? Yes. How, how, how we receive. We don't even know your tone. Correct. So just alleviate that by just keeping it simple. It's not to say that, you know, don't hold people accountable. If you take deposits and um, after a certain amount of time, the deposit will be forfeited blase blase keep it simple minimalize it um as far as your um service list goes categorize um categorize your services as bb was saying earlier Mm -hmm. um and that will help your client to be able to find a service that they're looking for quicker easily if i know that i want to get braids i maybe there's a braid tab that i can click on and it drops down and shows the different braid services that i can get if i know that i want to get knotless have a knotless tab there where it can drop down and give the different sizes of the knotless Mm -hmm. etc micro links uh do you you know have the micro links there and maybe it'll drop down and say um i tips right mm-hmm. webs right double mm-hmm. webs single webs things exactly. like that sort that will help um to minimize your service list make it look better to the eye as well as to help the client to be able to identify the service that they want and book easier yeah yeah i agree with that and just to, and because you touched on policies i wanted to say but just make sure that you have policies that are straightforward meaning let them know what their deposit covers, if it's refundable or not. And if it is transfer or refundable, let them know the stipulations. Let them know like guest policy, etc. Then I'm happy to see you. Call or text if you need anything else, but eliminate the laundry list and have straightforward policies. That's what I want to say, like an example of that. Like make sure they, when they pay their deposits, they know. So if they don't show up, they already know they're getting charged X, Y, and Z. Make sure that's on the website. And then again, in that that um, email that goes out to reminder. So in your follow-up emails, make sure the policy is there. On the website, at the booking place, make at the booking page, make sure that policy is there, right? And that's all I have to say about it. I feel like, you know, keep it clean, keep it neat, keep it to the point, have some visuals, be professional, and make it an easy, a good experience and a good first impression for your potential customers. So I like that. I love it. So we, Mm -hmm. you know, let's move on. The next thing we want to talk about is offering multiple services. We talked about being a, a minimalist. Mm-hmm. Right. What types of things um, that we're going to look for on your booking site? And we did touch a little bit on this. Let's mm-hmm. get into it. Yes. Let's um, if you are a beauty professional and you're offering multiple services, 
how do you organize your service list without becoming overwhelmed? And we actually just answered that question. So we want to kind of piggyback on that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you have a lot of services that you're offering, like myself. I believe that I offer a lot of services just for one person. 10 to 15, that's a lot of services, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how I organize those, like I said before, I categorize. Mm -hmm. um, I categorize my man braids, my male services, uh, because my male clientele, they usually, um, as far as my loose hairs, they get the uh, man braids or the two-strand twists simple so man braids mm -hmm. i categorize that um for my knot list right we have the small medium large etc the jumbo mm -hmm. um and uh so forth and so forth uh mm -hmm. locks you know starter locks lock retwist lock style detox acv wash things like that so um instead of just having a bunch of services listed Mm -hmm. My book site allows me to categorize them so you can click on the category mm -hmm. and then it drops down. So that helps. That's nice. I believe that that helps to organize my service list from keeping my clients from being overwhelmed and having to filter through so many different services. To mm -hmm. them yeah. BKB. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just waiting on you to finish. Yeah. So, um, as far as offering, that was great information, by the way. Um, I, I like how you have it separated by like men's services and uh, women's services because I only do women. So my clients, I only do women. So I don't have to do that. But that's an interesting uh, bit of knowledge to have. So for me, I organize my service list number one i want to be able to remember my services and remember what they cost um and i organize them in a way that makes sense for my specialty or my niche i am a hair extension specialist so i have categories such as hair care services that's going to be anything to do with your real hair whether it's a trim a treatment a natural style a uh, press, anything like that, or haircut, that's going to be in that category. I have a chemical section as well, but everything under there is consultation. So only thing you can do is view the services, but you cannot book it because I need to see your hair, um, assess your hair before you book. So no chemical service can be booked without a consultation. I've had to send deposits back when people skip that. So um, I have hair care, I have chemical services, and then I have hair extension services. I am to the point where I mostly do microlinks. Do I offer other services? Yes, but they're on the farthest category back because I automatically push my services that are getting booked. On my website, it shows me the most popular page. It shows me the most popular service. So I make sure the first thing you see is that um, on my page. So you see microlinks. You'll have maintenance for the microlinks, and you also have like my products that I sell. So my hair extensions and things like that. Everything is neatly organized. And for the most part, after hearing my clients complain and not know how to um, find things, that really made me go into detail and pay a little bit more attention to my um, 
my service list. So uh, it's organized. It's been organized for a while now and that's helped me out a lot. But there was a time when it was all over the place, but my clients were complaining. So I got it together and I put more attention to detail into my website and booking experience for them versus just putting all of my um, attention to the service itself. So for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. yeah. so you guys, you want to, um, if you're offering multiple services on your yeah. booking site, um, categorize your service list. Um, maybe add a brief description of yeah. what comes in the service if your booking site or your website permits you to. Yes. Um, like I said, we like things that are user friendly. So for sure, you can put a little picture there beside the service that you're offering with the starting price or the flat price, a little description of what it comes with, what's included, what to expect from the service. That will definitely help your client to not be so overwhelmed yeah. um, with your service list because we are not negating. We are not saying don't offer multiple services. Yeah, do what you want. Make sure that, yeah, because if you have the ability to offer 25 services and your schedule permits and your mm -hmm. clientele is uh, asking for these services, yeah. definitely provide them, get that bag, but make sure that when you are adding these to your services or creating one on your booking site or your booking link, categorize those and just simplify it to make it easy for your client also something you can do on the back end because we're so visual right um when you're posting on social media what i always like to do when i post hair is service i i write out the service name so they can find it on my website so if a person got a hidden b microlink i put service hidden b if it's a blowout i put service blowout so they know exactly what they're looking at some people don't even know what to book when they see things they like. So that's true. To all of our beauty professionals, you can help your visual people know what they're looking for too by being um, very um, intentional about your titles when you're posting your work. And that's all I have to say about that. Good stuff, BB. Yes, same. We out here giving the jewels, dropping the Good knowledge. Time. Yes. So moving on, we just finished talking about um, talking to our beauty professionals that offer multiple services. Yeah. So now we want to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty as far as specializing in specific services. Mm -hmm. um, what are the signs that indicate that you should be specializing in a service and how do you position yourself to do so? Mm. Let's see. Mm. For me, um, I am actually in the process of um rebranding reorganizing kind of cleaning up my booking link a little bit it's a little mm -hmm. outdated at this point i've been using it for about um four or five years now so it's time to kind of clean it up dress it up minimalize it right do all of these things and um so i am actually specializing in uh something Right, specializing in locks right now. Mm -hmm. And indicator um, for me that let me know that I should specialize in locks was one, my, the word of mouth, uh, social media, like there were people, I was getting tagged in a lot of posts, like, hey, I need my locks done. Hey, I wanna start my locks. And I had a lot of people that were just referring me, a lot of client referrals. Um, even people on social media who had seen maybe my post, um, 
of locks that I had started or locks that I have retwisted. So that was an indication for me to let me know that I should specialize in that just because of the high percentage of people that were tagging my name, requesting my name uh, in the DMs like, hey, what products do you use? Or just shout us like, oh, you do awesome work. So that kind of built the confidence for me and was indicated for me like, hey, go ahead and mm -hmm. specialize in that. Your locks, you do really good in all of these services, but your locks, these are just a step above your other services. And um, on top of that, an indicator was the fact that I can really, it's muscle memory. I can service locks with my eyes closed. Like I literally can do all of the hand movements, the twisting, the palm rolling, the sectioning, the parting, um, basically off of muscle memory. So that was an indication to me like, okay, I can do this service really, really good, exceed and excel in this service. And it doesn't take me two days to do it. Cause a lot of people mm -hmm. know that sit in my chair, I am a perfectionist and um, could be an overachiever at times. So you'll be sitting <laughs> in my chair for about three or four days messing around <laughs> with me. Um, but locks, I can get you in and out no matter what. If you have you know, two inches of locks or 34 inches of locks, like I can service you. So that was an indicator for me good. to go ahead and specialize in that. And how I yeah. positioned myself is I stopped advertising everything else. And what I meant by that was um, I started putting out videos and content and um, photos of just locks or just putting it out there in social media world. Hey, I, I just want to do locks. Who wants that locks done? Who's next? And just promoting locks to get people um, kind of adjusted and familiar with what I do. Yes. With, with what I do, because we forget, right? Yes, that social proof. You built your social proof. You built your credibility. Um, I love that. That's really good. Um, Thanks, sis. What about you? What was the indicator for you to specialize in microlinks? Girl, the indicator was, I'm going to be honest, y'all. The indicator was literally always offering them, but never really pushing them because the ticket price was so high, so hefty, right? So a lot of, a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of, oh, people in Augusta won't, people won't, people won't. And girl, I was struggling to get booked for, there was just a time period where I was, you know, business had got low, it was right after quarantine. So the pickup, getting people to book services, I was like, before you not know, go into discounting and shit, I'm gonna just try something new, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was struggling getting like bookings for like $100 services. Then I started posting like the tape-ins and the microlinks. And I was like, God, what the F? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because people started booking it. And I'm talking about, once I saw that I could make X amount of dollars on one service, I was like, oh, okay. I see what time <laughs> it is. I see what time it is. So really, I was afraid to niche down until I saw the benefits. And then when I started doing the microlinks, then I started only, just like you said, I only posted the microlinks and I started doing the videos, making the YouTube and doing all that and really pushing my extensions. Uh, and for the record, I started with extensions and I did hair care as well. So let me backtrack. I was doing natural hair care. Then I stopped doing natural hair care because I'm passionate about hair extensions. 
Um, so I'm already offering hair extensions. And then I started tapping into some of the higher end hair extensions that I necessarily didn't think would catch on in my city because I thought that where I live, people just weren't willing to pay the price. So lo and behold, right after quarantine, you know, people were coming back out and people were ready to get their hair done. And not only did I learn that when you niche down and only offer a, a select amount of services, people book more, they, they go on your site and actually book and they will pay. When you look like this is all you do and you the only one that does only this, you set yourself apart. Supply and demand, baby. Supply and demand. And that was like God, like God kind of definitely showed me like, this is what you can do because I did not think. I put the, I put it on the website. I had anxiety putting the proper price. I was typing in the booking amount and I was like, nobody's going to do this. Somebody's going to book this. They're going to look at my page and they're going to share me on social media and be like, look at this fool. You know what I mean? But they didn't. They just booked. So girl... Well, how did you position yourself? How did, like, how How did did that transition look like? The transition looked like, it looked like, okay. Number one, I positioned myself as a hair extension specialist, but I never forgot to mention that I'm also a texture expert because all I've worked with is texture clients. So what set me apart is that all of my clients have no relaxer. So now you have all these natural girls who want versatility too. So every time they go to get a set of extensions, they got to get their hair pressed. They got to get all of this where I can throw the extensions. Y'all know my fro is big. So we can throw that extensions in, throw the texture in, you know, and you get to wear your curls. Curly extensions really set me apart. I remember one of my back then viral was like a thousand views. And you know what I mean? I remember some of my videos getting posted, like some of the natural um, natural pages and people like that's their hair that's is that extensions that their hair but I tapped into the natural curly market and then I tapped into the hair extension market so I kind of had like a a double like a double what do you call it double specialty really so any curly girl that wanted to get their hair extensions done they didn't have to worry about heat damage and they didn't have to worry about it not looking real so I posted content that looked I showed them that, oh, this is not her real hair. And that's what really set me apart. Making it, like basically saying, can you believe it's a weave, basically? That's how I targeted. And then when I started doing more micro links, I just started, I decided I was going to post every single thing that I do, if I can remember, but I'm going to record everything that I do during the service and I'm going to start posting about it. And that helped me a lot. So that's um, really good. That's yeah. good. Another thing I would, it just made me think of, mm-hmm. um, when positioning yourself to specialize is mm-hmm. like you mentioned hopping in those groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, social, groups. Media, social media is like number one for marketing. Yes. So they, uh, Facebook has groups that you can join where, um, especially for the beauty industry, there mm-hmm. are so many different beauty, uh, beauty groups that I'm in. That's a smart one. When I started to specialize in locks, I would just drop my post, drop a post in a group here, drop a post in a group there. And, I was getting such a tremendous amount of feedback that it worked for you. Maybe that confidence to get to move forward. Groups so never work that. for me. I mean, well, I'll take that back because when as I really focused on niching down on my content, I, I take that back. People tag me. When I got tagged today, when people say, Hey, I'm looking for microlinks, hey, I'm looking for tape ins, hey, I'm looking for this, 
I get tagged. But I guess sometimes you you like you can't equate no interactions with being visible and being seen. So I had to take that back. I don't get a lot of interaction in groups, but clearly people see me. So I had to kind of bring it back and change my answer. I don't get a lot of interaction, but I do get tagged under posts. So yeah, so definitely I guess what I should have said was take advantage take advantage of social media to build your social proof. Because that's a way to position yourself. That is. Um I have a, I have a, those services. You know, between me and you, what we do as educators, what's another way that they can um learn to specialize or find a specialty? <clears throat> wink wink. Do you? <laughs> Let them know, BB. So, people know. So, guys, I want you guys to know yes, this is a quick ad, but it's important for anyone that is struggling with the um, industry, the beauty industry, and you can't quite stand out, or you can't, you need a mentor, you need some guidance, or you simply can't decide on what you want your specialty to be, or you want to, you need help standing out in the beauty industry. I just want you to know that our education is focused on mastery. What that means is we take our time and we teach you how to master technique, a specific technique. I am a hair extension specialist. I teach you how to master hair extension. So right now my courses that I offer are the microlink. We're going through microlinks right now. It's very popular and it's one of my top services. So it made sense for me to teach you how to do microlinks. Microlinks are high ticket price and they are timeless. They are very natural, meaning they're not trendy, meaning in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, in pictures, they're going to look good. And just like we talked about earlier, whenever you are thinking about the services you want to offer, you don't always want to lead only with trendy styles. You want to pick services that are that are timeless and will never go out of style, will never go out of date. Uh, so I can teach you hair extensions and teach you how to master that. And Trend, you can let them know what they can learn from you and what they can master with you and tell them about your class that you have coming up. Yes, you guys. I just, I may be reaching, but I feel like at, at least 75, 80% of the brown people are natural mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are learning how to take care of those natural curls, those uh, coils, those tresses. And I am the person who's going to coach you to success with that. Yeah, I am offering a lock class right now because as BB said, locks are not going out of style. Locks have been here um, since the ancient times before BC and they will be here <laughs> And AC after, I mean, AD, not AC. They were here before us and they will be here after us. And And, um, throughout my career, I realized that there are a lot of voids in miscommunication when it comes to servicing locks or even maintaining locks or having locks as a lifestyle. And um, throughout my experience, I just noticed that I had a skill that a lot of my protégés were lacking. Mm -hmm. So with my experience and expertise, my goal is to train up and to coach other professionals that are in the natural 
hair care world and bring you guys to an elite level where you are servicing locks just like me with your eyes closed just off of muscle memory and you're getting tagged left and right Mm -hmm. to service people's locks. Yeah. I also want to piggyback on, you know, you just mentioned your passion and your why. And I'm going to be honest you know, with my why. Um, as a beauty professional, as a mother, as someone who does not spend all their time, I don't, I am at a different place in my life. So just consider, you know, where you are as a professional. I'm at a place in my life where raising my children and being very involved with my children comes before spending 12 hour days in the salon. That does not work for me anymore. And um, it stopped working for me for a long time ago. So when I tell you that I can make, I can go to work for four to five hours or four to six hours and make X amount of dollars, Versus I used to have to work 12 hours, take so many people to make this amount of money that I make with micro links. And I'm just like, why are not people, why are, well, people need to know about this. I'm, I, I mean, I am somebody, don't get me wrong, but I am regular just like you guys. So if I can do it, you can do it. What I can make from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m is a lot different and some people don't make that until about two weeks you know i'm gonna be honest with you guys and i do i feel like it's very tacky to talk numbers but i just want you guys to know that ser- service alone microlinks range and this is just like my lowest end one which is the tdm hidden bead method that starts at 600 anywhere from 600 to 650 just installation that does not include retail that does not include color and that that doesn't include none of that so you're looking at about 150 160 per row right and all you need is four rows all the client needs is four rows and it and when you're a professional when you get to a certain speed you can complete a row in about 15 to 20 minutes so do that math 15 to 20 minutes times four just for installation If that ain't making you want to book the service, book the book the skill, I don't know what else will. You know what I mean? I remember, you know, I don't know. It's just changed my life. I can't go. I can't work no other way. Like I'm not burnt out. I'm doing what I love. I get excited when I see hidden B. You know, when I see microlinks, eye tips, wefts, anything like that. Flat stack. That's a technique that I created for curly girls. That's exclusive to DU. So, guys, if you want to spend more time outside of the salon, watching your beautiful children, going to their games, not being too tired to sit at the dinner table with them, read to them, talk to them, see what's going on in their lives. If you don't want to be burnt out, we got to start working smarter, not harder. And that leads into our next talking point, unless you got anything else to add. But Microlinks are the way to go and locks are high ticket too. So I know you can attest to financial freedom and this, this has been beautiful. So how can you talk, tell them a little bit how specializing in locks has increased your income? Like what you, you know, the increase that you've seen as far as like your time for your money, your much what you're getting paid for your time now. Um, because of my experience with doing locks mm-hmm. and um, my level of expertise, mm-hmm. um, I do, make 
a good amount of money in a less time. I don't make as much as he does servicing microlinks. But but the amount of time that it takes me to do locks, I don't have to do a lot of those to uh, make the money per se uh, doing knotless braids, right? Mm -hmm. The amount of money that I would make doing knotless braids and the amount of time is significantly different from the amount of money and the time that it takes me to service locks. Yeah. uh, Which is why that's one of my specialties. Um, as well as the fact that uh, locks, like I said, is a lifestyle and it's something, it's a style that's yeah. never going to die. No. Uh, locks were here before us and after us. And it actually seems that more and more people are getting locks every day. So yeah. Um, outside of the number factor, yeah. um, the fact that so many people have them. Um, and I, I have knowledge and skills to be able to maintain those, to keep, to, uh, maintain them, to start them. I know product knowledge to be able to keep them in a healthy state, um, to bring them back to life. Uh, they're just different skill levels that I have as far as the locks go, which is why I specialize in that. So it's not more so of the amount of as far as the income for me, more than um, my passion for, for sure. it, uh, the money is not my uh, specializing factor. More than my passion for it, it. is not your. Um, it's not your motive. Need for me in the lock industry because mm-hmm. of my knowledge of products, my knowledge of technique, mm-hmm. and um, just the experience of doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's it's just a little bit different. Um, for me, locks yeah. are still going to be on the lower end as far as services go. It's so. going to be on the lower end as far as coloring, cutting, and, and things of that sort, but still relevant. Um, yeah. And I pay my bills with it. I feed my kids with it. I do have financial freedom. I am able to take days off. Um, so just building a clientele around you where you're rebooking, you have clients coming on a regular basis, um, where you still have that freedom with your kids, Mm -hmm. still have that financial freedom to do what you want to do with your kids. But it's just a little bit different for me. I want to touch on volume though, right? Um, For the record, you know, I don't work 40, 60 hours anymore. So where I am now, I am not, I'm taking probably about, comfortably about anywhere from like 10 to 12 or 10 to I would say like 10 a month of microlinks I don't I offer other services for the record but my point is if I was in my hustling phase where I was spending 12 and 20 hours and stuff like that in a day on my feet in the salon the potential I'm not in that phase anymore so I am not going to I don't even though I have the potential to make a even more with microlinks I don't work myself to the bone I'm not taking five people a day my max is two a day with microlinks you know what I mean I'm not taking no more than two I could get greedy and do more but where I am in my life that's not my purpose finance is important for my security but it's not like you know I'm not looking to be behind the chair much longer. I'm not looking to 
behind me here standing on my feet trying to take all of Augusta for microlinks. I'm not. I'm going into education. I'm only going to be doing microlinks for the fun of it just because I want to keep my hands and keep my skills up to par. So if you are someone who are still in that hustling phase and you're dropping 10, 12 clients a day, you got an assistant, you got a salon that's staffed with five or 10 girls and you book these services and get and you get this education and get these classes for your team, imagine what they can do. Imagine what you can do if you're in that era where you're just grinding and hustling. I'm easing up off of it because my peace of mind, my family, that's more important than, you know, breaking my back, trying to get every dollar that I can get off of a microlink. For the record, I'm comfortable because of the price point, but I'm not overdoing it. I'm not in there like I used to be. You know, the girls at the salon can tell you right now, I'm like, in a couple days a week, you know what I mean? I'm not here seven days a week. That's not my goal either. So, but um, yeah, I just want to say that money is important to me. I'm not gonna say that it's not. Um, when I don't have to worry about what I'm making per, per service, I and I know that I'm secure and I'm gonna get, you know, a good, I'm gonna get paid what I'm, what's, what the value is, I can enjoy it. If I'm worried about, I gotta do this, this and that to make my bills, I cannot be passionate about what I'm doing. So money is important to me. That that comfort level, that security is important to me. That's why I niche down and I offer high ticket services. It's not that I wanna do a lot of them, but at the end of the month, I don't wanna worry about what's gotta get paid. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't enjoy that. So for me to remain passionate, I niche down. Cause when I got to worry about rent and stuff like that, it's not a good time. <laughs> so niching down has helped me kind of avoid like burnout. So what about you? I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. So it's money is a factor is not the only, but it is important. Money is a factor, but it should not be your, um, for me, I, it's not, it's for me. It's not my starting factor. No. And uh, also me, my first factor is passion, passion for sure. That's that, number that one, goes, and then uh, I should unfed. be paid for what you, uh, my value and for the time and the services that I provide. And so. I, I, I also want to mention, no one, unless you are at a certain starting point, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to skip the process. For the record, I had to build social proof to get booked. I didn't come out the gate. People want to, but I came to a new city and no one knew me. You get what I'm saying? So my, where I'm at today, just know that when you're getting education, it's a process. You're not going to come out of classes and jump right into the industry and get exactly where your educator, you know, may be or something like that. Or for the case, you know, you're really fast. Most of your students aren't going to come out the gate, um, you know, being able to knock them down real quick and do them real fast and, and service a high volume amount of clients, that takes practice. And over our 15 years, 10 years in the industry, we've been practicing and perfecting the process. So I try to be very transparent. You don't get to skip the process ever. You know, we teach and we can give you a lot of loopholes and a lot of shortcuts, but we cannot speed up the process for you. Just because you take a class, if you've built no social proof around what you're trying to offer, you have to go through the process of that. No one's going to believe you're a specialist after one day. You have to earn that privilege. You have to earn those ticket points. I mean, ticket prices. You get what I'm saying? So, you know, understand that it's a process and 
everyone's at different stages of their process. And me and Trin just happen to be at the stage of our process where we're, we're passionate about giving back. We are, we're doing different things. We're passionate about different things. So now we want to educate and help um, raise up the next and raise up and encourage and help shape and mold the next wave, the next generation of industry leaders, elite stylists, uh, pace setters. We just want to give back to those people that are coming into the industry or people who are already in the, in the, in the industry and just want to, you know, redirect and go a different route. You know, so I want to be clear on that. Like there's a process with everything and you can't skip the process. You don't get to cheat the process, you know, so yeah what we are. i think we can go ahead and close now i think we've oh yeah on everything um for the most part um for we sure. even we, we even talked about taking action and how uh beauty professionals can still earn top dollar offering less services we they can talk about that mm -hmm. already um so I think we're in a good place to kind of wrap it up. Wrap We've it been up. on for an hour and 15 minutes, which is like 15 minutes over. Yeah, because we were um, trying to do that. Alive. I kind of got lost in that. But it's really, we really had a really great session today. It was yeah. filled with a lot of knowledge. Again, you guys, if you are joining us on the Beauty Vault, we are just grateful for you. We appreciate your time. We appreciate each and every person that's watching this live now and that will come across this live later on. Um, if you know any beauty professionals that are in the industry and looking for guidance, looking for continued, educa continued educational classes, looking to gain a skill, need some coaching, need some success coaching or mentoring yes. mentorship in the beauty industry, um, and you know them and you feel that this podcast will help them tag their name, um, connect us. This Beauty Vault podcast is a way to connect us to other future future professionals mm -hmm. as well as um, potential students um, as well as our clients. Um, this podcast is a catapult to be able to help DHG Pro University to um, gain the social proof, yeah. right? And um, to help you guys to feel more confident in taking control of your continued education and signing up for a class with us. Yeah. And this is also a platform where we invite clients, where we invite our social media um followers and network and, and we invite other future professionals to join in here with us um this is a open platform where all opinions that are full of love and lack hate um this is a platform for you guys to be able to state your petitions state you know let us know any questions or challenges that you're having in the industry and this gives us an opportunity to research and give you guys um, answers to help you to grow your business to an elite level yes yeah i like that i don't have nothing else to say well we that's what as always i thank the most high for my beautiful beautiful co-host co-educator uh business partner yes. and sister i'm grateful for each and every person yes. that um got on the chat commented shared this we'll watch it later on catch mm -hmm. us live each and every week at 9 30 p.m 
on Mondays. I'm Trin. I'm BB Nicole. And thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on the Beauty Vault. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.